Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Uh, cloudy Tuesday afternoon here, here in Rochester. Not as nice as it was yesterday, but that's all right. Oh, man. My morning so far. I actually spent my entire morning and afternoon with a 12-year-old boy. Yeah, I know that sounds fucking horrible, but no, not like that. Uh, it wasn't that much fun. We uh, <laughs> we uh, we actually just played, played Grand Theft Auto for four and a half hours. It's my friend's kid. And uh, she was working, so she asked me, hey, you know, would you mind spending a day with him? His name's Ian. He's a cool little kid. I said, no, not a problem. I I asked him what he wanted to do. He said he wanted to go ride go-karts. So I said, by all means, let's go ride a fucking go-kart. But he didn't want to. We got sucked into Grand Theft Auto. We saw that I had it here at my place. So we wound up playing it for four and a half hours. Most of it was me just sitting there watching. And I'll tell you, there is nothing fucking funnier than watching a 12-year-old kid play Grand Theft Auto. There really is nothing funny. I don't know if that's how I was at 12 playing the game, but I'm fucking dying. I'm laughing my ass off. I'm watching him play the game. He's, you know, driving around. He's fucking killing people. He's dying. He's, you know, coming back to life. He just keeps going. He doesn't give a shit. Uh, but he fucking kills somebody, and he just drives away, and he goes and parks, and he goes, he turns to me, and he goes, it's so easy to kill somebody. He goes, I, you could kill someone in real life and get away with it. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, all you got to do is just drive away, go hide, I'm thinking to myself, I go, you know, he's only 12, so it's expected, but there are fucking grown men out there that think the same way as he does, and that's why jails are full, that's why our fucking prisons are full, because people think, oh no, they say, well we found your hair on her, uh, you know, your semen was all over her skirt, uh, you left fingerprints on the knife, no, it wasn't me, I drove to my grandma's house after I committed the crime, so it could have been me, I was there all day, went over there for dinner, but no, that's just how fucking people think. But I had a fucking ball with him. I did. He was funnier than shit. Um, he was funnier than shit. Just watching him play the game and just listening to him talk. And he just thought everything was so goddamn funny. Everything that happened in the game he thought was so funny. And it was just it was just a ball to watch him fucking play the game. But he's gone now. And I'm kind of happy about that. Because as much as he really doesn't need supervision, it's just a, I fucking hate babysitting. I don't like kids. I'm really not a big fan of kids. He's okay. He's 12. Anything under 12 is just not fun, especially girls. I don't know what to do with girls. I feel awkward around them. I do. I can't I can't be around a little girl. I don't know. It's just they're no fun. I don't want to play Barbies for hours. It's just it's just not not something I'm really into. But uh <laughs> this is an odd transition talking about little kids to what I'm going to mention now, but you know, that has no bearing on how I feel about this. I was online today. I was fucking bored, so I was online and I was just Googling stupid shit, just trying to get some, you know, just learn, you know, educate myself a little bit. And I came across this website and uh, it had a bunch of odd facts on there. And the source for these facts was American Findings. So I'm not making this up. Google it. It's a real fucking institution. American Findings. One of the facts that I found extremely interesting was it said that 40% of women say that they masturbate daily. 40% of women masturbate daily. I don't masturbate 40% of the time. I don't masturbate 40% of the days out of a month. Once a week, maybe. Maybe? But girls masturbate 40% of their time. They spend 40% of the days in a week rubbing one out. And that blows my mind in itself because I guess I never really thought that they did it that much. So it shows how much I know. And the thing that I find really odd is, maybe I'm way off base here, but uh, this is my interpretation of it, and this is why I find it so odd. A guy, a 
A guy can lay on the couch. He could be watching fucking ESPN. Doesn't matter. Comedy Central. And all of a sudden, he gets the inkling to jerk off. So he does. Right there on the couch. He mutes the TV. He stares at the ceiling. He rubs one out. If he's if he's a decent guy, he gets a paper towel, cleans himself up, flushes it. Not all of us are so decent. Sometimes, you know, oh, I'm going to take a shower in an hour. I don't need a paper towel. That's just, that's just how guys are. But girls, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I am. Correct me if I am. But I can't imagine a girl just going, you know what? Eh, I'm horny. I'm just going to masturbate real quick. Because it doesn't happen that quick. You know, at least 15 minutes, unless they're using a toy. But if they're just using their hand, 15, 20, half hour maybe sometimes. Girls need the house to themselves. They need to be in the best fucking mood. They need to have just watched a great movie with Channing Tatum in it. They need clean sheets on their bed. They need utter fucking silence. Candles lit. If they're if they smoke, they got to have a full pack for afterwards. It, 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 seriously, women have to plan their whole fucking day around it. I think I, maybe I'm wrong, but it's my understanding that women have to play their plan their whole fucking day around masturbating. And so for them to do it so often, it blows my mind. It's like now I know why girls don't want to fuck. They never want to fuck. You, you know, they, oh, I went to work. I had a busy day. I went to work. You know, I went to the store. I came home. I did a load of laundry. But they forget to mention that while that load of laundry was in, they were sitting on top of the dryer rubbing one out. And you go over there and now they don't want to have sex. It's because they just, they just fucking came over their dryer. They just, those, those freshly folded towels came into use when they had to clean up the fucking floor. But they don't mention that to you. And you go, God, you know, why don't they want to sleep with me ever? That's why. That's why. Three days out of the week, you know, if you see, if you're dating a girl, you probably only see her three or four times. You're going over there on the wrong days. You're going over there on the wrong days. And it's not as though girls are generous enough to suggest doing it in front of you. I would enjoy that. It's like the driving, but better. It's like it's like IMAX, except you can, you're there, just right in front of me. If a girl said, hey, how would you like to watch me rub one out for you? By all means, please, let me pull up a fucking chair. Is this good? You want me to move a little farther away, I'd ask? Anything you want to make you comfortable. I, that's what my goal is here. I would love to fucking watch that. I would fucking love to watch that. But, no girl in the world would ever say, sweetheart, can I watch you jerk off? No girl, that has never been said by any girl that wasn't being paid to say it ever in the history of the world. Because when a guy jerks off, it's so much different. We make faces, we make noises, we shake. It's fucking awkward. I don't care who the girl was, I would not jerk off in front of a girl for her. I don't care how much I loved her or liked her, I would not do it. I would just say no. I would say, sweetheart, no, I can't. I'll fuck you. I will fuck you. I will go down on you as long as you don't queef. But, you know, I'm not, no, I can't do it, I'm sorry. But, 40%, apparently. So, that just blows my mind. It really does. It really blows my mind. And then, another, another fun fact for you. This is a scientific fact. really is. Said, when a woman orgasms, her body releases oxytocin, otherwise known as the bonding hormone, causing them to feel attached to their partner. Men don't have the same feelings due to the surge of testosterone released when they come. There you go. That sums up everything. The next time, women, that you're sleeping with your boyfriend or your husband, right, and you both get off, 
in the rare instance that you come before he does, don't fucking ask him why he doesn't want to cuddle. There you go. Science proved to you. Science is telling you that we don't want to cuddle. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. But you guys do. And it's not your fault that you want to. Most girls don't want to cuddle in general. You know, watch TV, maybe head on the shoulder. But girls don't want to fucking cuddle until after they've been fucking plowed. That's when they want their, your arms around them. They want to feel safe and secure. They want to know that you're not going anywhere. Subconsciously, that's what they're thinking. I just fucked this guy. You could be married for 10 years, but if you don't put your arms around her when you're done fucking her, she thinks you're going to leave her. She thinks you're just going to fucking walk right out the door the next morning. Go fuck your secretary. That's how they are. So, there it is, ladies. It's not that we're assholes. It's not that we don't find you attractive. We just can't help it. We have too much testosterone. And see, that that fact also got me thinking. And this is really fucked up, and it's probably so wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway. That is why women that live alone have cats. That is why all girls that live alone, the first thing they do after they hang up the curtains is they go to the SPC and they get a cat. For that simple fact right there. 40% of the time, 40% of the week, they're rubbing one out. They're single for a reason. No one to cuddle with. So what do they do? They open their bedroom door, they go find the one thing in the world that won't fucking run away from them, their cat, and they pick it up and hold it. Because they need something there. They need to know that something is not going to leave their side. They just need to know. If they didn't have that cat, as soon as they were done, they would just take a hot bath and start crying. And then it would just be, they'd be fucking miserable for the rest of the day. Yeah, I came, but no one loves me. So my whole fucking day is ruined. My whole fucking day is ruined. And uh, so yeah, that's that's my theory right there in a nutshell. <laughs> that's my fucking theory. But yeah. And I found this other website today, and I don't remember what it was called. It was called, like, I Cheated on My Girlfriend. I think I think that was what it was. I Cheated on My Girlfriend.com or something along those lines. And basically, it was just stories of guys that cheated on their girlfriends, and the girlfriend was telling the story and vice versa. And I was reading this one, and this is so fucked up. It's so fucked up, but it's really fucked up, as a matter of fact. This guy... His wife of three years cheated on him. There you go. She cheated on him. Apparently, according to him, the guy that she slept with was an animal lover. He loved animals. Fucking couldn't get enough of them, right? So they probably had a cat. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they probably had a cat. (laughs) And what this guy did, he just came to him. He said, out of the fucking clear blue sky, he had no intentions of revenge or nothing. He was upset. He was heartbroken. His whole life had shattered around him, he said. He was driving down the road, and he saw a dead dog, which is really sad. I mean, that was somebody's dog. But what does this sick fuck do, according to himself, his story? He gets the dead dog out of the fucking road, goes to the store, (coughs) excuse me, goes to the store, makes dog tags. Now, my first question is, where is this dog during all this? Is it in the back seat? Does he have it in his house? Like, how fucking sick is this guy? Puts dog tags on the dog. Goes to his ex-wife's house, ties this dead dog to the back of this guy's car, the guy that his wife is sleeping with. And when this guy's driving down the road, he doesn't know the dog's back there. He gets pulled over by a cop. The cop assumed the dog was alive when he took off and arrested for animal cruelty. Ha <laughs> ha, fuck you, got you. He's thinking, fuck you, you fucked my wife, you're going to prison. That's really fucked up, I think. I think that's really fucked up. What if the guy would have driven by the owners of this dead dog? I mean, what the fuck? I don't know. That's really fucked up. I mean, there's a lot of things 
that you can do if your wife cheats on you. I mean, you could kill her. I don't suggest that, but you could. You know, you could kill her. You know, you're not killing an innocent animal that way. You could beat him up, which I don't recommend either. You could key your car, or you could just cry about it. Fucking suck it up like a man. Suck it up. You, you got cheated on. You got cheated on. Women cheat just as much as men cheat. Fucking get over it. She wasn't the one. Create an online dating account. Find somebody else. Go on ChristianMingle.com. You know they won't cheat on you. They won't fucking cheat on you. They're too afraid that they'll burn in hell forever. Go on Christian Mingle. Change your religion. Join Christian Mingle. You're a Jew. Change your religion. Boom. You got an online dating site where you won't get fucked over in the end. And these women don't believe in divorce. So you could cheat and she still probably wouldn't divorce you. Because it's against her religion. Because she's a Christian. But yeah, I thought that story was just really fucked. I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. But I just thought that was a really odd way to get back at somebody for cheating on you. It's such an elaborate fucking plan just to hit you out of the clear blue sky. Like, you know what? I'm going to get this dead dog. I'm going to fucking stick it in my garage. I'm going to go to work. Uh, He probably went out of town for three days, came back, probably smelled like shit. Fucking sprayed it with some Lysol, tied to the back of this guy's car. It's fucked up. People are fucked up. That's the moral of the story, is that people are fucked. But, hey, the guy went to jail. That's what you get for fucking his wife. So, don't mess with this guy. Don't cheat on his wife because... You'll wind up with a dead animal tied to the back of your car. Which, you know, it could be worse, but that's still pretty fucked up, I think. Oh, man. So, yeah, to transition into another topic, I uh, I was asked. I was asked to talk, to tell a story. To tell a fucking story, or more, about my college. My college life. Because according to everybody around me, I lived a crazy life for the couple of years that I was living this crazy life. Apparently, my stories are on... Unmatched and <laughs> apparently they're the best. So I was asked to talk about my college life, and I did. I fucking sat here and I rattled my brain. I really did, and I could not think of anything to fucking talk about. I'm like, fuck, you know, I got all these stories, and they're funny to me, and they're funny to the people that are involved. But I just, I, I just, I couldn't think of a story, even if I spun it, like even if I added shit to it and lied, that would be funny. But I'll tell it anyway, and if you guys think it's funny, good. If not, oh well, I gave it my best fucking shot. Okay, story from, story from college. Alright, here's a story from college. I had this roommate, this black kid. He's one of my best friends. I'm not going to say his name, but he's he's one of my best friends to this day. Haven't seen him in a while. He's uh, overseas, but he's my best friend. So, <laughs> So him and I, and a couple of other people, it was like a that was a Friday night. We're like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> we're fucking bored. We're gonna go to. We're gonna go downtown. We're gonna go downtown. We're gonna get rowdy. Maybe meet a couple of chicks that don't know who we are. That'll fuck us. That didn't happen though. So we went downtown. And not downtown. Let me rephrase that. We went to like where all the frat houses are. The U- University of Buffalo frat houses. That's where we went. And we didn't know where the fuck to go. But there was this one, this big fucking frat house. It was like. It looked like a fucking warehouse. So we're like, you know what, we're going to go to this one. Fuck it. So we went there. It was like four or five of us. And we went in. I'm not going to say the name of the frat, but we went in. Fucking kegs. Fucking fucking packs, man. We're like, yes, this is what we need. We need to get drunk. Fucked up. So that we can drive home. But no, so 
We want in fucking kegs all over the place. No one's asking us who we are. It's fucking great. We're just we're fucking pumping the keg. We're all big guys. We're fucking busting through the line, filling up our red cups, slamming them, filling them up. Fucking fantastic, fantastic. So much fun. So my black roommate, as hammered as he was, there was uh, like a band playing. They had went to go get themselves to drink. So fucking everything's wide open. So what does he do? He fucking goes up. He grabs the fucking microphone. He starts rapping. Just starts fucking rapping like he's Eminem. Now, he is a great rapper. Don't get me wrong. He's a phenomenal freestyler. Best I've ever met. But he's fucking rapping. We don't know anybody at this frat. We're outnumbered. Right, so he's fucking going off. And people are fucking digging it. They're like, yeah, nigga. Woo, blah, blah, blah. They're going crazy. Now, I don't use the N-word. This is what these people are saying. I'm quoting them. So anyway, they're going fucking nuts for him. So this fucking frat, the the head of the fraternity, whatever the fuck he's called, he's an ex-Green Beret. This guy's fucking nuts. He comes over to me and my friends. Who the fuck is that? Oh, that's our friend, you know. So he approaches my black friend and he says, look, how would you like to come back tomorrow night and fucking perform for us? We want you to rap at our party. This took a fucking turn. Okay, so we come back the next night. Same group of people, couple more. Blah, blah, blah. He fucking raps. That's over with in like a half hour. We're drinking. They pull us, me and my buddies and like 30 other guys, into this fucking room. It's like this big room. There's like couches. There's like a fridge. We're in there. We don't know what the fuck's going on. These two girls come out of the bathroom. They're strippers. Right? So you know what they do. They're fucking stripping. Blah, blah, blah. This is where it gets interesting. So they start, they stop the music, fucking cut it. They start passing like a pitcher around, like an empty beer pitcher. Put money in it, they're saying, fuck that, I'm not putting money in it. Fuck you, I'm saying. But whatever, I put a dollar in anyway. So, once the pitcher hit like X amount of money, they had like a predetermined amount of money that they wanted. The fucking girl grabs one of my buddies that I was with, who I'm not going to name. Kneels him down in front of her. Right, he's like, fuck yeah, man, everyone's going crazy, everyone's jealous that it's not them. I'm jealous, like, what the fuck, why him, why not me, right? So this girl, she fucking sits down in a chair and props her legs up on something. I don't know, two other fucking chairs. And starts rubbing out. So I did see a girl rubbing out once. And it was, oh, fuck, man. It was great. We're like, yes, fucking keep going. And she's getting into it, man. She's fucking making noise. She's going crazy. She's trembling. We're like, yes. Fucking squirts. All over the fucking place. It was like somebody drove into a fire hydrant. Now keep in mind, my friend is kneeling down in front of her, six inches away from the twat. Six inches away. If he would have leaned forward, his nose would have touched her clip. Blows all over his face. What the fuck? We don't know what this girl has. She's a fucking stripper. All over him. All over anybody standing within six, seven feet of her. Just fucking everywhere, man. It was fucking disgusting. My buddy, my buddy then proceeds to fly to the bathroom and he fucking vomits, man. He fucking vomits all over the place. And I don't blame him because that's fucking disgusting. And he's fucking soaked. He's soaked in fucking woman cum for the rest of the night. No one wanted to stand next to him. He smelled like, oh my God, he smelled like handled change. He did. He smelled like boiled fucking hot dogs for the rest of the fucking night. No one wanted to be next to him. So yeah, so that, and then we left. So there, there you go. There's my college story. That's the best one that I could think of. And I felt as though it was relevant <laughs> to what we were talking about today. So I hope you enjoyed that. That that really happened. That's a true story. Um, and I actually wasn't drunk that night. And that is why I remember this so vividly. I only had like two beers because I was signed up to the DD. So we got home safely that night too. <laughs> but he had to ride at the back. He fucking stuck. So 
yeah, that that really happened in college. That is a true fucking story. Oh man, it brings me back. <laughs> like it brings me back. So yeah, so that is that's probably one of my best college stories. So hope you liked it. Like I said, oh man, I got to think it though. I got to think it to touch base on what we were talking about before. If a girl, if you cheated on a girl, you're an asshole. I mean, you're an asshole if you cheated on a girl. Unless there was extenuating circumstances that I don't know about. It's possible. It's possible. Anything's possible. But if you cheated on a girl and she got revenge on you, like she keyed your fucking car or she tied a dead dog to the back of it or she fucking cut up all your shit, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do as a guy? That's a fucked up thing. Like, if you're a guy and you do that to a girl, you hear a car, she calls the cops, cops come to your house, you're fucked. You cut up her clothes, she calls the cops, cops come to your house, you're fucked. You're fucked. No matter how you look at it, you're fucked. The only thing that you can do when you get cheated on as a guy is fucking drive away. You can't do anything. You're, I mean, you can't do anything. But girls, girl comes to your house, fucking keys your car, cop comes to your house, what happened? I fucking cheated on her. She keyed my car. They're not going to go arrest her. They're going to say, can you prove it was her? No, but she carved. You're a fucking cheater in the side of my car. Who else do you think it was? Obviously, it was fucking her. Well, you know, sir, yeah, she probably went and parked so after she committed the crime, so she's not guilty. And girls just get away with it. It's like they get a free pass. They get a free pass. Like, if they're cheating on, there's like a window. There's like a 48-hour window where they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want to you. They can fuck your best friend, and you, you know, they can fuck your best friend, they can key your car, they can pour friggin' bleach in the gas tank, they can do whatever the hell they want. Guys, nope. No. We just gotta go home. Fucking turn on the TV and sit here. That's that's all we can do. It's fucked up. I, I I pledge. I'm pledging right now for society to change its, its viewpoint. Put a swivel on that. Guys, give us 24 hours. We're allowed to do whatever the fuck we want. We can key your car. You cheat on us. That's, that's a fucking shot to the male ego. Girl gets cheated on. Her heart breaks. She gets over it. Eventually. It might take time. I'm not an asshole. It might take time. It might take years. Okay, but eventually you get over it. Guys get over it quickly. Girl cheats on a guy. Eh, fuck it. Eh, I'll go fuck somebody else. But then, then the fucking psychoanalogical bullshit starts. Guys start thinking, well, why did she cheat on me? Chances are she probably went to a party. She was fucking hammered. She slept with some guy. Probably doesn't even remember sleeping with him, but she knows that she did, so she told you I cheated on you. And that was probably all that happened. But no, guys, what was this dick bigger than mine? <laughs> this, this is what fucking guys start thinking. Oh, was his dick bigger than mine? Was he better than me? Does he have a nicer car than me? Does he have more money than me? That's how guys are. We we overthink. We think about it more than girls. A girl gets cheated on. Oh my god, it's so sad. Calls her friends. They eat a bunch of Reese's Pieces. They have some wine. Fucking, she's over it. You know, she's over the fact that he cheated. Her heart's still broke, but she's over the fact that he cheated. Guys, they fucking think about it forever. They think about it forever. This goes on and on and on. And then guys start picturing it. Oh, they picture him fucking her, and then that drives them nuts. And then he texts you, oh, you're a whore. If you ever get a text from a guy out of nowhere, you're a whore, it's because he's sitting on his couch doing nothing and he just pictured you fucking some guy. And that's why he texted you out of the blue and said you're a whore. Because what else is he going to do? He can't key your car. You can't do anything like that. So that is why, girls, if you ever get a text from a guy out of the clear blue sky just bashing you like you're a whore, you know, I hate your mother. That's why. Because he's picturing you fucking somebody else. <laughs> that's why. That's what happens. So, girls... 
as a man, the next time that you're thinking about cheating on your boyfriend, either do one of three things. Don't cheat. Just don't cheat. Just don't do it. Look at your angel on the left shoulder and say, you know what? It's not worth it because now you know what we go through. So don't cheat. That's number one. Number two, break up with him. Fuck the guy. And at least that way, eh, it's still going to hurt, but at least you had broken up with him. You had the courtesy to do that. I'm not talking 10 minutes before you fuck the guy. You know, if you're if you're thinking about going on a date with a guy that's not your boyfriend three days down the road, break up with your boyfriend that day. As soon as you start having those thoughts, dump him. Or fuck him and never tell him. Just fuck him and never tell him. Just don't ever tell him. Because that way you're keeping your boyfriend. You had a little fun on the side, which is not right, but whatever. And you're not hurting his feelings. You're not breaking his heart and you're not throwing it away. I don't know. Tell him overrated. I don't cheat. I'm not a cheater. It's not my style. But, eh. You know, it's possible that I dated a girl that cheated on me and I just don't know about it. I'm, a, I'm better off for it. I am. Because I can sit here and go, you know, I don't know. Ignorance is fucking bliss, you know. Ignorance is bliss. I don't know about it. So, ladies, do me that favor. For me. For me. Do me that favor. You know, another thing. <laughs> this fucking pisses me off, too. Drives me nuts. Like, on the radio and shit. They have, like, these shows. And they have TV shows about it, too. There's one here in Rochester. They do this thing um, every morning, Monday through Friday. And basically what happens is, you know, normally it's girls calling into the show. Um, sometimes it's a guy. But normally it's girls. And they suspect that their boyfriend's cheating. So what they do is one of the radio anchors will call their boyfriend out of the clear blue sky and make up some shit like, hi, you know, my name's Emily, I work for, you know, Susie Q Flowers, and you won flowers, you entered the raffle a year ago, and you forgot about it. So the guy goes, oh, okay, fucking fantastic flowers. Then they say, who do you want to send the flowers to? And sometimes they say, my girlfriend, uh, my mom, but no, they catch him, they fucking catch him, like, oh, I want to send him to Shaniqua. Then you got Emily on the phone, who the fuck is Shaniqua? Boom, they caught him cheating. The girl gets so pissed and she starts crying on the radio. It's like, don't ask a fucking question that you're not ready to hear the answer to. Just don't do it. Like, if you're not ready to know that he's cheating, especially on the radio, like, pull him aside. Do what normal girls do. Ask him. You know he's going to lie, but ask him anyway. Ask him a million times until he finally breaks down and says, you know what? I fucking cheated and this is why. Because you keep asking me questions. Or go through his phone. That's what girls do. But no, I, it drives me nuts. You ask a question and then you're not, you're not prepared to handle the answer that you receive because you're in the back of your mind, you're praying to God, oh no, he's not cheating, and then he is, and you fucking fall apart, you fall apart, guys do too, but girls, they fucking fall apart, and it's like, fuck, you know, you wanted to know the truth, now you know the truth, there you go, are you happier now that you know the truth, no, you were happier 15 minutes before you phoned him in the radio show, when you still had that inkling of fucking hope, that the guy wasn't cheating to hold on to, but now you're sad, because you know the truth, you know the truth, so, like I said, ignorance is bliss, I'd rather have my fucking head in the clouds all the time than be getting hurt left and right and just be happy. Just drink my coffee, smoke my cigarettes, and, you know, jerk off while watching ESPN. That's what I would do. So, yeah, that's that's uh, that's my advice, ladies. Just don't, just don't fucking tell them. Just don't do it. You have the three options. Pick one of the three and just go with it. Just go with the flow. Please, for the love of God, just do that. But, all right, um... It's going to wrap it up today. It's going to be a short podcast because I'm really uh, just running out of things to talk about. So hopefully you enjoyed this one. Send me an email, morelockbrandon at yahoo.com. Any comments or questions that you have for me, I'll get back to you as quick as I can, which is probably within five minutes of me receiving it because I don't have anything to fucking do with my life. 
So yeah, shoot me an email. All right, one for the road, signing out.